Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Hello and welcome to another episode of our podcast, Episodes in Triple Thinking, starring me, Steve M. Nash, and Antti Vanhanen. Hello, Antti. Hello, Steve. Um, how is it going with you today, Antti? It is going pretty well. Um, I have a bit of a cold, so my so my voice is is nice and deep uh, for the same price, so no no added charge. And uh, and other than that, things are good. Uh, good. Um, it's a bit, it's always it's a bit strange asking how you are because before we start the podcast, I ask how you are, and then we start the podcast and I ask how you are. It's, it's like oh, it's, but but, uh, like but no the story one hasn't this. changed in the last two minutes. It's no, I know it's <laughs> weird. It would be quite interesting if you had a completely different answer the second time I asked. Yeah, my dog died. You know, it's uh, it's not been good. And before the podcast, yeah, things are great. <laughs> so. Ah, yes. Um, the nicestes of uh, podcast recording. So today, anyway, we are going to be talking about Sydney Banks, or rather, um, our experience of Sydney Banks, I suppose. Hmm. Um, Sydney Banks, for those listening to this uh, that don't know who he is, he um came up with the three principles understanding in the 1970s after having um an enlightenment experience um and seeing the world completely differently and changing from a life of being a welder living in canada to being a theosopher and spiritual teacher sharing this understanding with thousands and thousands of people and because of him sharing it with George Pransky, who shared it with Steve Chandler, who sh- maybe shared it with Michael Neal, who shared it with me, who probably shared it with you, Anthony. Anthony, mm. calling you Anthony now. Uh, here we are. So, uh, Sidney Banks, I think I just thought it would be interesting for us to talk about him. Uh, either a quotation that's moved us, or a video, or even what we make of him. Yeah, that sounds good. Yes. So I have been watching a few of his videos. I mean, I I, I watch his videos every now and then. I mean, there's so much information on the three principles in so many aspects of life. It's it, the understanding seems to have come alive a little bit in the last five or ten years, um, and people share the understanding and in so many different ways. But I really enjoy just listening to him and how he talks about it and not really the words as he himself says it's not the answer isn't in the words but it something happens when you're listening to him sometimes or somebody else and you have a feeling and it's that this understanding is about that 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 cannot be sort of talk, talked about with mm-hmm. words directly 
Um, so I was I was listening to I was watching Jumping the Boundaries of Time, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds like a time travel thing, but really he was talking about how change can be instantaneous once you see how life works and that it doesn't take a long time it doesn't have to take 20 years of therapy you can move past it if you see through it yeah and i was i mean i, I what's weird for me is i'm i listen to his videos and sometimes i disagree with the words he says which is funny um i've read some of his some of his books uh, the missing link is my favorite and sometimes there are words that I, I really I love some of the words and then I'll read some words and I think oh I don't know if I agree with those words mm. and it, it's so interesting and then you can get into this intellectual debate either with myself or with somebody else and suddenly we're, we're arguing about words and meanings and and you can kind of see how religion has lost its way or all these all the re- major religions because people we kind of get lost in the detail that isn't important mm. yeah because that's exactly. what human beings do we, 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 we're intellectualizing and then we're arguing over our, our each of our intellectual versions yeah indeed I think one thing that what Sydney did that was so special for me is that because he had such a humble background he hadn't I think what had he done seven years of school or, or something like that so basically this primary school he had he basically read no books and he didn't follow any any religious or spiritual practices so he wasn't he didn't carry this baggage of of words and concepts with him so so when he saw what he saw like at a peek behind the curtain he didn't use the, the the same metaphors that that all the other religions and spiritual practices use and and he was able to in my opinion distill it down really to the to the very basics and that's why i think it has a has a chance of of living on um you know hundreds or thousands of years from now because instead of talking about the the, the father the son and the and the holy holy ghost we are talking about mind, thought, and consciousness. You know, he he named them as simply as they were, were, rather than coming up with a with a metaphor or a story for each of them, which gets which people kind of lose the track of what they were pointing to over time. And that, for me, is is you know, it's the simplicity of it all, and the fact that he he spared us so many of the yeah fancy words concepts and stories that go along with most other uh spiritual practices that perhaps originally pointed in the same direction and for me one of the things that seems to be important to me is um a leader understanding that the leader isn't important that 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 the follower is as as is as valuable as the leader so i know that he wanted us to listen to ourselves know that the answer is within and not be a follower Mm. for for some reason that mattered and and 
if I if, if I'd have heard him speak in videos and he wasn't saying that, I would have, I just would have stopped listening to him. But he didn't, and, mm. and that that mattered to me. There are many that do that, but it, it seems to be it's just it's that has to be present for me to to pay attention to what someone's saying. And he, yeah, I know that he was saying that all the time. Like, like the the video I was just listening before um, this podcast started, the Great Illusion. Mm. All of these are on YouTube, quite easily to find. Um, he, he he said that there is no no one is more or less spiritual than anybody else. Yeah, and I I just like that. I just I mean. W w w there are people that have more talent, or they've they've uh, they've exercised their talent more. They may have achieved more. They may be able to speak about something in a, a way that's more easily understandable. Mm. But we're still all made from the same stuff. We're still all as spiritual. I, I just like I like that. I like because it's simple, and it's and I, I I'm very drawn to simple. Uh, when I when I listen to him, it does. It's either they've they've uh, the people that have put the videos together have got rid of anything where he said in, when he sounded when it sounded complicated because every time I hear him speak, it's just the same, mm. the same language. It just it just, it's very repetitive and uh, and very easy to dismiss it, intellectually. Mm. But as I said, I don't. I'm curious about what the words he uses, especially compared to the words I might use or the words I've heard other people use. But really, I, I'm, I'm really sort of trying to listen to him, where he's coming from, and then to myself. I just find that I find that really useful. Hmm. Um, it, it it it's like I don't know that you know listening to for a feeling, which yeah. can sound like a doing. It sometimes, um, but it's it, it's it's like I don't know. We're like we're intellectually trying to understand things all the time, and when we just put that down, that little program, let's put that aside for a moment. Just put mm -hmm. it aside; it'll come back. That's kind of what I would call listening for feeling, because the, the feeling will be there once that intellectual whirring is, is sort of drops away. Mm. I think these feelings with it we're in us all the time. We're just we're just not noticing, as he said in that uh, the, the Great Illusion. Um, personal thought is in the way. Mm. So I'm. I don't know. It's it. I like that that he because this understanding has been shared by so many, and because so many people have their, they, they, I'm going to say their access to grind their their particular issue, their how it, it can help um, health issues. It can help. Uh, lose weight maybe it can help you be successful in business maybe it can help communities maybe it can help um, your coaching practice there's lots of different ways that you can share this understanding which is um, which is a great but it, it because human beings start sharing 
and there's so many different voices it can sound noisy and uh, even contaminated could be a word and listening to Cindy Banks just go back to him and listening to him it, it just it's just a lot simpler that that's what I found so it, it's amazing that so many people are sharing but with that comes a little bit of I think anyway a little bit of confusion and intellectualizing and um, I, I I just I I value returning to quote the source even though I've never heard him speak I never met him I just have these videos and the books there's there's it sort of I find it easier just to sort of listen to myself again to know what's true for me hmm because I, I definitely, I, I can hear, I can hear Michael Neal or Jimmy Smart speak and share, and I might be, I might, there's a, I might disagree, or I might even marvel at how amazing they can share this, and then I'm, then I'm wondering, well, why can't I share this like that? And and I find that that's not happening when I listen to Sydney Banks. This is just me. Mm. I'm, you know, I'm not. I, I just like the simplicity of it. Not, not because. Because I think I wouldn't have come to this understanding without Michael Neal sharing it. So I, I value how he shared it because it allowed me to sort of to peek beneath the hood, as you call it. Um, and maybe if I just listened to Sydney Banks, I would never have done that because I would always I would have been just in my head. But now I know about it. I I I, I just I, I listen, and then a feeling appears, and then I can listen to that. Because that's the best source of information. Hmm. Yeah, well said. Um, I agree with what you said that if if Sydney Banks is the is the very first one that you come across, you might. It's easy to overlook what he's saying for its simplicity. And and, and that's perhaps something like I, I found that Michael Neal is the, is is the best source to help people kind of get started to have a their first kind of aha moment with this stuff so I usually when I have a new client for example I share Michael Neal's uh, TEDx talk with them you know like a 15 minutes and it's very pleasant to listen to it's an interesting story and then they kind of already get like well that was interesting and then they want to know more and then we can get into other stuff and and you know eventually Sydney Banks and uh, I find that very very uh, valuable yeah, I like the idea of that. So, has there been anything in particular that you've heard of Sydney Banks or read that kind of resonated for you? Anthony? Well, actually, it's probably his most famous quote. Um, ah, yes. That uh, that kind of really hit home for me, um, uh, and it's the it's a quote that goes like this: If the only thing people learn was not to be afraid of their experience that alone would change the world and yeah. you know it's a it's kind of a quote that speaks for itself but but it hit me so so deep that i saw that that you know being afraid of our experience and trying to avoid it that's that is at its core the the reason or 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 the, or the source of every bad habit that we have because every bad habit we have is to cover up a, or distract us from a bad feeling or an uncomfortable feeling and so many other things i started realizing like oh my god i'm i'm sp- like this big dance of life how much i'm doing 
being afraid of experience or trying to avoid it or trying to fix it or trying to cope with it and uh so yeah so that was that was the one that that probably shook my world the hardest yeah i i think i've i think i probably read that first in um michael neal's inside that revolution i mm. think but and i was i was very i'm i love those words i, I share them wherever i can mm. um because i know despite knowing these words that some experiences come for me and i know that i'd rather not have them and i might push them away and then a, a suffering occurs and and i, I it happened because there, there's this sort of notion that somehow we've learned that some things are good and some things are bad when it comes to our experience we need to avoid some things and and as you said we'll then have these techniques or these habits drink for example uh sex uh relationships to avoid having a certain feeling and it's so easily done and yet there's this invitation by those words just to to know that your experience is not wrong just to be with it as well as you can just to let it come through you and to, to, to the three principles of mind consciousness and thought they're a, a description of how that experience is made what it's made up of and so it, it becomes a it becomes a bit more it becomes more and more neutral once we know what what this is that we're feeling that we don't care for i, I know some people maybe myself as well sometimes can say i know that this is thought but so sometimes even knowing how our experience works doesn't save us it seems because <laughs> we're still not okay with our experience yeah i i love those words auntie yeah yeah i i um i would be surprised if you didn't <laughs> huh. so i i i did i am um, i got a couple i've got a couple, few more words of his can I is it okay if I just a couple of quotes that I could share absolutely go for it so I'll do I'll do the top two um, <clears throat> your thoughts are like the artist's brush they create a personal picture of the reality you live in your thoughts are like the artist's brush they create a personal picture of the re reality you live in so <laughs> We, 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 we are the creator of our experience, even though it, it looks like we're the witness. And I like those words. Mm. And now this quote, <clears throat> which I, I understand, and sometimes, and other times I'm, I don't. <clears throat> the sickness of the mind are feelings that we create and put onto objects. But if you see the objects without the feelings, then you are healthy. So the sickness of the mind are feelings that we create and put onto objects. But if you see the objects without the feelings, then you are healthy. Mm. And so that's like, I guess that's like this okayness with experience and maybe something comes through us and we don't call it something. We, we're not calling it our past or we're not calling it PTSD. It's not called something. It's not called wrong or right. It's, it's, or, or we might witness something, uh, some awful act and we can, we, 
we may not care for it, but we can witness it. There's a neutrality in our witnessing. We, we're observing it, and we, it's not personal to us. We doesn't cause, it doesn't create a whole set of anguish or anything. We, we're just, there's like a neutrality. That's how I sort of see that, um, mm. that those words. Yeah. And so, so when, so I guess like the world is this invitation for us to see how sick we are. To, to use his word. Mm, indeed. And I know, like I said, people can still understand the three principles but still not want some of their experience because they're still not able to be with it, some part of their experience. Mm. Yeah. I had another quote here that I really liked. Um, I hadn't come across it before I started looking up some things for in preparation for this episode huh. and the quote goes like this of course you've got to make a profit for your business that's common sense but if you don't take it seriously and do the same things you'll make the same money as a matter of fact it's far far better because you're having a good time doing it and those are words by Sydney Banks apparently so uh. Yeah, and I like the fact that you know, like, if you don't take it seriously, that you know, you approach it more playfully, playfully and freely. Yeah. Yes, uh, you know, without this kind of attachment to an outcome. Yeah, outcome independence. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard many people talk about outcome independence, and it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? And obviously, I could, the, I, could, I can see how wonderful it would be, and it's. I'm guessing, um, as you sort of deepen your understanding of how life works from the inside out that becomes a, a natural consequence you you are just going to become more playful yeah and, and take it less seriously yeah so how's that working out for you auntie it's going really well actually with, the, with that particular thing um oh cool i i'm not okay it's hard to kind of put my finger on when exactly kind of i i the, the switch got flipped but yeah, I don't I don't take it so seriously these days, um, and I find that coaching is 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 more natural and fun and, and, and effective, and also is writing and and doing all sorts of things, um, and uh, I think it's for me just come that I saw on like a deeper level that well there really isn't anything at stake, and um, that allows me to kind of just go for what I wanted or what seemed like a, like a good or fun idea. And um, so I, I, I work hard without grinding, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Not every day, not every moment, but as a, as a, as a general rule, it's, it's like that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, like you're saying, there's nothing at stake. I, I guess a lot of people might think, well, not, nothing's, nothing's at stake, cost nothing's at stake. But, but I've seen that when I'm at, like having a conversation with somebody or even just not even a coaching conversation or I'm thinking about um, con creating some work in, I, I not, I, what I've started to notice is how much I think is there's at stake that I didn't notice before. Hmm. I think, oh my gosh, look, I, I think this and I think that and oh and I'm oh it really matters what people think of me I, I never I never really noticed that before so I so I 
it's it's funny sort of I can see that people might think well nothing's at stake but I nothing is at stake we we just think there is and, and then at some point we see through that mm. yeah I've I've um I seem to be I I I what I seem to be in a funny place at the moment in that sort of I've, I've done my best to you do the right thing treat people well be nice be kind and some part of that unfortunately has come with the price tag of this is why what I expect of you too so if I'm nice to you I expect you to be nice to me back you know so mm-hmm. it's not unconditional yeah. so so generally I've been nice um and then maybe I've got uncomfortable a few times and there's a feeling coming up because strangely I'm not quite, I'm not actually as nice as I think I am like I'm not 100% nice as there's like a meanness or a or a selfishness or a or a, a nastiness there as well a little bit not massively but a little bit and so I'm I'm kind of a bit aware of that in me Mm. more so than I used to be because I'm I just I'm looking out a lot less I'm blaming a lot outside a lot less and but I still haven't I still haven't given up the habit of blame unfortunately so now the blame has to come inwards and I'm looking at who I am a little bit and seeing eh, you know seeing unpleasantness and I'm not quite as neutral about that as I, I'd like to be and so that I, I, I that's just my long-winded way of saying I'm I, I, there's a lot more I'm noticing Hmm. And it's it's a, it's it's me. So it's like um, when I listen to the news, I hear um, Donald Trump has decided has said something that has offended or amused people. Um, there's a crisis in the Middle East again. Um, Brexit negotiations are stalled. Now these are things that I know trouble a lot of people and a lot, and sometimes they can spiral people in a into a depression. And these things don't bother me. So yay, I'm not bothered by these things that I have no control over. But but really tiny little per- perturbations or disturbances in me—they're really bothering me a great deal. It's it's really weird. So like changes in in world circumstance, and maybe we might go to war with North Korea. That's not bothering me. But like uh, some sort of dark dark mood in me—it's really bothering me. So uh-huh. I, I don't think that's great in a way. But it's like because I know that these these things outside of me I know they're not really there's no point me being bothered about them Hmm. it it doesn't it doesn't contribute anything useful Uh, a loving open uh, person open to their wisdom that contributes contaminated thinking worry anxiety that that's not making anything better so I know I see through that I can Hmm. still care about it but I'm not bothered if you see what I mean yeah, but unfortunately, these tiny little bumps for me are, are kind of causing me issues at the moment. I it's, it amuses me. Mm. Um, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yes, yeah. this is rather. I at some point, at some point, it won't. Yeah, I know it won't. I've noticed um, when I because I've been writing a lot on Quora and gotten quite a few followers in the process and oh great and at first it was like 
you know, you got like a, like an upvote. Every upvote was like, wow, you know, somebody actually likes what I wrote. It was like, it's amazing. And then at some point, you know, like an upvote, you know, it doesn't mean anything. You know, oh, yeah. it, it doesn't cool. make you feel anything. And yeah. then and then it comes, it became about the comments. You got a nice comment. It was like, uh, yay. And if somebody said like, oh, this is bullshit or I think you're wrong because of this and this. Uh, I used to, you know, it kind of, it, it affected me. And now it's also like if somebody comments or whatever, it doesn't, even that's kind of, we just come like, you get used to it. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't seem to be something that disturbs my, my, um, your my grounding. Se- yeah. My grounding or just how I feel, um, yeah. uh, that much. Of course, sometimes, you know, it, it, something can, and you know, it's, that's how, that's just natural, I suppose. But it just inter- it's been interesting to see that like um, the the very things that we think are in one moment that are important or or great or terrible they're not in the next moment because you know maybe you look at them differently or you've you know had a bit more experience with them and uh, it just kind of brings me back to this um, whole Sydney conversation because. You start realizing that it's it's really the, the the paintbrush of the mind that's creating all of this, and then when that color is no longer so new, it's not such a big deal anymore. Yeah, I'm glad that that's happening because I know I know some people, and maybe that's the people that um, are not aware of this understanding. They, they can get feedback or something can happen in their lives and it shuts them down and, you know, knocks them over and they stay down. Mm. And, it, and you're sort of saying, oh, yeah, I got bumped around a bit a little, a little. but now it's not, now these, now this, now this bumpiness, I, I, I barely notice it. Yeah. It's, you've risen above it, so to speak. Yeah, a little bit. There's, a, there's one topic on Quora that I find is an absolute hornet's nest. Uh, it's depression, like writing, ah, about, yes. writing about depression because people have so much thinking around that topic, so many strong yeah. beliefs. And identification. Perhaps. Yeah, and so some people write like, oh my God, thank you so much that, you know, like this just opened my eyes to something new. Or somebody said that this is something that I actually kind of stumbled upon myself by accident some years ago and and it's the only thing that helped. And other people say like, how can you ever say that you know we should stop fighting depression it's like you're you're trivializing something that's a serious disease and you know causing suffering to many people and so forth so it it, it they really go from from both extremes and so i still write so, like the occasional answer on depression when the you know the question just stirs my interest and or i think i have something to say yeah but um yeah it's um, not something that I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, today I'm going to go and, and, and I need to f- answer more questions on depression. And, but yeah, I could easily see that if I just kept doing that, then it would just kind of, it would become that the people who, who hear what I'm saying, then they would kind of like find me. And, yeah. and the people that don't, who, 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 the, the, the haters or the ones who, who disagree, well, they wouldn't matter, would they? But I think that's how you create an audience, you know, in many ways. Yeah. You just, you just stand for something and especially in a, in, a, in a topic that's very you know black and white or, or there's there's clear sides it's um so that would be like something to do but it doesn't seem to be like what i particularly want to do at this point um 
it'd be great if you shared your Quora link actually Ante I don't know if you could do it in the description of the podcast or even is it is it an easy link to share I don't think so it's not like you know like uh, oh right is it not yeah like let me let me just quickly see because um, I actually think that Quora doesn't have this kind of like uh, easy username like I could put like you could probably put facebook.com and, yeah. and Stephen Nash and, and, and you would be there. I would. Yeah, right. But but Quora, my as as far as I know, is is it just gives um a link. But if you go on Quora and, and you know search for me by name, then then you'll certainly find it. Or just write Quora.com and Antti Vanhanen, and, and uh, I'm sure I'll I'll come up real easily. Oh yeah, I've noticed you. I've noticed your um, tweets to do with Quora. So I, I love that, and I I, I mean <clears throat> I know that some people. You, you 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 it you only see when you see and if you don't want and you know i i i know that i read um the enlightened gardener by sydney banks mm. uh several years before i formally came across this understanding via michael neal and i read it and i didn't like the book and i didn't and he was talking about the three principles and i totally ignored it Mm. And I and I read it. I read the book again, and I, I enjoyed the book more this time. But I still didn't really care for it, you know. So sometimes, sometimes we we don't hear, and sometimes um, it has to be somebody else that says it, not 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 you. If you mm. see what I mean, like yeah. we can we can only hear it if this person says it, not not you. But I've also noticed, like, like I'd, I I I'm I used to be really argumentative. And I used to like being argumentative, even though I don't think it sort of enamored me to people. Um, and now I don't like being argumentative, and I don't really like arguing, but I still do, especially in relationships, uh, in my you know personal relationships. Mm. Um, and I've I've noticed sometimes I might say something, and then somebody will say something that disagrees with me, and then we have a little argument. But what they've said, if if there's a germ of truth in it. It, it lands in me and later I see what you know out of the heat of the moment later I hear it mm. and so I would not underestimate what you it, share talk, sharing what you share about depression the impact that might have on, on even the people that say it's rubbish because it might just drop a little a little seed um, that might land that, that's what I that's what I've noticed in me that I someone can disagrees with me and I'm quite sure I'm right and then later I say oh no I wasn't yeah that's um that's interesting I remember Sidney Banks in, in one of his videos he talked about he said that he's never argued about this stuff with anybody yeah well, that, that speaks of grounding straight away. Yeah, and and he said like, well, you know, if if somebody told you that, that you know the like the earth is flat or or the or the the, the sun is green. Yeah. Why would you Why would you bother arguing with them? <laughs> you know, no. it's 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 you you just be drawn into the world of illusions and. And and when you know, you know, and you can point people, and then if they don't see it, then you know, then they don't see it. And that's kind of, and I think when I when I heard that, that that made dealing with with people who disagree on 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 Quora and elsewhere so much easier because I realized like I didn't have to. It wasn't a debate. 
it wasn't an argument that I had to win. I didn't have to convince them. I could just point point them like this is what I see and and and, and point to our experience and whether they saw it or not that's ultimately up to them and not me. Yeah. No, and I I sometimes find myself arguing in my head and I either about this understanding and I kind of I kind of know that that's that just means oh yeah you're still not totally convinced are you Steve <laughs> you know you're not you you see it but there's some sometimes you don't and I, I know it's about me that this need mm. to argue it's, uh, intellectually as well you know it's it's this is not an intellectual understanding absolutely yeah. And I think we're all like that, you know, at times. No, absolutely, yeah. You know, uh, I, 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 you can have intellectual conversations about love and relationships and, and how to do them and everything, and, and it's very easy to get off, really easy to get off, mm. to, away from what love really is and the best way to be in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it sounds useful and then you're off. Yeah, it's like and the then, best way to anything is usually not a good idea. Yeah, um, other than maybe to pause and to listen in to to see what what's really going on. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, so I mentioned the Enlightened Gardener. That's one of his books, Sidney Bank's books that you can find on Amazon, and the Missing Link uh, is also by Sidney Banks, and he's there's a novel of his dear Eliza um, and I think he has quite a few tips there's a, there's a website called sydneybanksproducts.com sydneybanksproducts.com that, sale, that sells uh, videos uh, DVDs books um, they're good places to find a little bit more <clears throat> actually about there's Sydney Banks. They, there are three um um Lectures of Sydney Banks available online for free. Oh. Uh, it's his new site. I don't think it's been around for very long, maybe six months or something, but it's, it's sidbanks.com. And if you go there and you click the streaming video, then you will find the Hawaii lectures, Long Beach lectures, and the Washington lectures. And they're all really good. Thank you, Auntie. I didn't know about that, and I th- I've probably brought those products and then given, and then I've sort of given CDs to uh, to clients. But uh, now I can just send them there. That, that's yeah. great. That's great because it's simple and it, and it isn't too intellectual. And it, he does use words which you can argue with, but if, but he, it's a lot harder to do it because he's he's kind of he's just he's kind of not saying anything. If you see what mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Um, that's why it's it's good to listen to him because. The the intellect. I found my intellect is less stirred up, and then you can just listen. Yeah, like you listen to a piece of music, as Michael Neal has put it so often. Just you're not trying to understand. You could listen to a piece of music by noting all the the beats and the bars and however else you describe music, but that's totally going to kill your experience and it's not <laughs> going to move you. And it's like it's that same way of listening to to him when he's speaking you know in a way that's actually a good way to listen to everybody yeah. but, but definitely to, to him and just and then a feeling comes 
Hmm. That informs you of all you need to know. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah, so that's SidBanks.com. That's right, yeah. Thank you very much, Andy. Um, I've got a feeling that we've probably um, sp- sp- spoken for We're almost enough. at 40 minutes, so I think oh we, my have, golly to, we golly. have to say, thank you, bye-bye, see you next time. You know, <laughs> so well, we have real to, quick. We have to say that, in, and that has to take minus 10 minutes, does it? Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for... Um, Thank you for sharing a little. Um, yeah. I've enjoyed speaking about him. I do, I do speak about him with my clients often, but, of, but sometimes I don't, and I start see, talking about how I see things and how others do, and I think it is useful to remember him as well. Um, him that came up with this understanding or came up with his way of describing what the, the understanding points to, the wisdom yeah. within. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Auntie, and until next time. Yeah, until next time, thank you for listening, and um, we will be back. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to episodes in troubled thinking if you've enjoyed our podcast we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on itunes because this will help other listeners discover us as well we hope you have a great week and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week